You're listening to the Morrowology Podcast. It's all about Morrow County, Ohio. I'm really glad I stayed till the end for this one. In the studio today is your hosts, Mike Wilson and Joey Powell. Why, hello, Mike of us. Yo, Joe. How are you, good sir? I'm, I'm here and, and just thrilled to share this information with the folks out there in computer land. Yeah, computer land, car land. I listen. I, okay, I do listen to the podcast. Not every week, but I do listen to see if I can pick up on things that we could do a little bit better. And uh, Jamie Zeger always does a great job of telling me what I can do oh, better. I'm sure Jamie does. Yeah, that's kind of her talent. Does she have any uh, uh, constructive criticism for me? She's got constructive... Con- yeah, <laughs> I can't even say it. Criticism. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm saying this, honestly, but uh, Zeger and I are friends, so I can say that, um, you know... One of those deals, but uh, no, we do get some feedback. We like the feedback. We like oh, to we hear do. what people do. have to say. We haven't gotten a lot of feedback though about topics that people want us to cover, stories they might have heard or whatever. But we do. A, Mike does a pretty good job of finding what uh, Stan has put together for us to find. But uh, this Saturday, Mikeamus, make sure that you go without eating on Friday so you can eat your farmer share. At the Morrow County Farmer Share Breakfast at the Handlebar Ranch this Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Oh, that's at the Handlebar. Okay, I thought it was elsewhere. Okay, It's at the Handlebar Ranch okay. at 8 a.m. Well, you got it in front of you. So you got it know. right in front of me right okay. here. Beautiful stack of pancakes, a nice little chunk of butter and some syrup and some, some sausage there. Mm. Okay, so that answers my question. It's gonna do you look- say syrup or syrup? Which do you say? No, you're self-conscious. I am, but it's maple syrup. <laughs> okay. Syrup. Okay. Syrup. And this is syrup. time of year that it's flowing out of the trees. It is, and it's kind of cool to see all the bags and the the hoses that people have you know, tied tree to tree. Um, also going on, I tell you what, our friends down at Groovy Plants Ranch, if you are interested in plants of any kind, you need to go and like their page. Just go and like their page on Facebook because they are constantly, constantly adding stuff, fun stuff to do. And uh, if you have any interest, do that. They've got some air plant wind chimes that are coming up here in March. They've got um, Kukadama moss ball art. I think that's how you say it. It's K-O-K-E-D-A-M-A. Uh, then they also have circle wall planters, and actually that's coming up Thursday evening here, which will be uh, Thursday the 9th, and that'll be at 6.30 p.m., and that looks like it's going to be a good time. The Night Sounds Dinner Show is going on Saturday the 18th at 6 p.m. Northmore High School, and I do believe you do have to have tickets ahead of time for that, and uh, oh, looks like the registration link is already gone. You may be able to call the school and see if there's any tickets left, but it uh, looks like they they only had it open from uh, February 28th to February 3rd was all the link was good for to do February reg- 28th to February 3rd. I'm sorry, March 3rd. Did okay, I say February okay. 3rd? I didn't mean did, that. Did. I didn't mean that. I lied. Um, basically, it looks like uh, that event is going to be a, uh, a rather quick event uh, coming up. We also have this weekend, 
going with the, on Sunday, going with the Farmer Share Breakfast. Mike, have you ever gone to the Syrup Festival? I have not. Uh, down at the uh, Lutheran camp? Yeah, so this sat, this Sunday, sorry, at 11 a.m. at the Lutheran Memorial Camp. That's going to be just south of Fulton, uh, County Road 25 and State Route 61. It's going to be just south there on your right if you're heading south. And uh, I went to sixth grade camp there, so I, I can remember that. But I've not been to the actual Maple Syrup Festival there. I hear that it is a sweet event. A sweet event. Wow. Wow. Kind of sticky, isn't it? <laughs> wow. Folks, I'm having a little bit of a rough day. On the way in here, I spilled my coffee. That's why it took me a while to get the stairs because I had to clean up my mess. Okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, Easter in the park at Cardington Legion Park. Oh, my gosh. That's coming up Saturday, April 1st. I hope this is no fool's trick. Uh, but on Saturday, April 1st at 8.30 a.m., they're going to be having their annual Easter in the park. At the Cardington Legion. As well as other activities. As well as other activities. Starting from 8.30 to 11 is the uh, pancake breakfast at the, uh, I believe that's at the Legion Hall. <laughs> they have a ton of... 10 o'clock a.m. activities at the Shelter House, 10.15, 10.45. There's going to be a puppet show. Ooh. And 11 o'clock will be the Easter egg hunt. Are you doing the, the uh, sock puppet? Uh, I haven't been asked. Oh, well, that's a shame. <laughs> All right. Um, also coming up, a hey, uh, happy belated birthday to Preston Cooper, local Morrow County talent who, Mike, I just saw he was on a road trip to North Carolina or South oh, Carolina. Wow. He had a gig down there. That's awesome. That boy's going to hit it big and uh, proud to say that he's from the county here. And uh, he'll be at the end zone, which is why I brought it up. He'll be at the end zone on March 18th. From 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the End Zone Bar and Grill. They still have yoga going on at Groovy Plants Ranch. Again, that's on uh, a Sunday, so check that out down there. There's uh, creating a new garden, garden garden journaling, and garden Q&A. That's going to be a meeting on March the 14th. It's a Tuesday at 6 p.m. at Headwaters Outdoor Education. And uh, they're, I'm telling you what, those guys out there, they're, they are taking no prisoners in their education out there. They are constantly having groups out to have conversations and do all that fun stuff. And let's see here, what else do we have coming up? Well, you mentioned uh, Headwaters also on the 19th at 2 p.m., Arrowheads and Primitive Tools. Yeah, join us for an afternoon of learning and identifying our Native American artifacts with Mark Hirschman and Ed Moreland. So that'll be uh, Sunday, March 19th at 2 p.m. at Headwaters. Also, uh, let's see here, Edgar Award-winning author Mindy McGinnis will be at the Cardington Cafe, presented to you by the Cardington Lincoln Library, and uh, she has written a book called... A Long Stretch of Bad Days, and it appears that um, she's going to be there to do a book signing, and you'll get a chance to actually visit with her, it looks like, as well. And uh, there's a couple things here at the Bowstring Bar and Grill. I'm not sure where that's at, but Preston Cooper is going to be there with a full band on Saturday the 1st of April 
at 8 p.m. And let's see. I think there was just one more that I wanted to share. Oh, yes, Mike. Let me just share this because if I don't, it just would not be a... uh, It would just not be good for me to not share this. It is almost time for us to start talking about Freedom Fest. But I spelled it incorrectly when I went in here. Um, You ever heard of Jefferson Starship? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Night Ranger? Yes. Brett Michaels? Yeah. Well, those three folks will be here. Well, the two bands and, and Brett Michaels will be at the Morrow County Fairgrounds on Friday, July 23rd. Doors will open at 4 p.m. Night Ranger takes the stage at 7.30, Jefferson Starship at 6 p.m., and Brett Michaels at 9 p.m. On Thursday night, this is a four-day concert, by the way, folks, Craig Morgan will be the headliner on Thursday, June 22nd. Doors will open at 4.30 p.m. Jess Kelly Adams is coming back, and I got to tell you, Mike, I got a chance to meet her last year. Mm-hmm. She is just, she's so nice. Such a nice person. You you know, artists, when you meet them sometimes, you know, they, they travel a lot. It's easy to be grumpy and grouchy. This girl, man, she was just so nice. And uh, then, so she'll take the stage at 6.30, and Parmalee will be on the stage at 7.30. Then on Saturday night, we have the Reeves Brothers, and they will take the stage at 6 p.m., Chris Jansen will take the stage at 7 p.m., and then your friend and mine, Justin Moore, will be here at 9 p.m. to take the stage. And then Sunday, 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 Sunday. (laughs) I'm just looking at Mike awkwardly here. Uh, Sunday, June 25th, doors open at 1 p.m. At 5 p.m., we're going to have Damascus Worship Team, and uh, they're traveling up. I believe they're out by Dayton. They'll be here at 5.30 p.m. We Are Messengers will be on the stage at 6.30 p.m. And then We the Kingdom will be taking the stage at 8 p.m. There is camping available or weekend passes if you're interested. Uh, if you don't have a camper, you can you can rent a camper if you'd like to stay on the grounds at the fairgrounds down there. And this is, of course, brought to you by Bud Light, Buckeye Country, 94.3, Mid Ohio's Country, 101. Point three WNCO, iHeartMedia, and QFM 96 WLVQ. So, all kinds of fun stuff. And if you are interested in being a volunteer, go to freedomfestohio.com. Down all the way at the bottom, there's a thing called volunteer application. Click on that and uh, sign up. And one of the nice things is we give you a cool t-shirt. And for every shift you work, you will get one free ticket to another night's concert. Because we don't want you to work... And not get to enjoy the concert. We want you to volunteer your time and then come back and watch a concert of your choosing. So we want to take care of the volunteers this year. So I think that's all I've got, Mike. You have anything else? Well, there's one. It's in April, but I think we should start announcing it. Uh, Mount Gilead Fire Department's going to have their, um, uh, what are they calling it? Fire, fire Fest. Oh, yes. Fire April Fest. April 29th. Um, it's going to be live demonstrations, bounce houses, games, food trucks. There's mine right there, the food trucks. Raffles, music, local vendors. That'll be April 29th from 1 to 5, rain or shine, at the at Municipal Drive, Mount Gilead, Ohio. And I hope it's nicer than it was last year because if I remember right, it was just kind of rainy and nasty and last there year. There is a car show with us as well. Nice. And if you want to register for that, you can register the day of the show, and it is $20 to enter your car. Nice. 
That'll be a fun time. Well, yes. Mr. Mike, do you have anything else? Uh, we've covered a lot today, so uh, I think that's it for me. All right. Well, it is I'm that out here, time. Bye. Yeah, not quite, buddy. It is that time. Please put your tray table in the upright position. Please stow your luggage. And uh, let's see. Oh, move your seat to its upright position and keep your hands and arms inside of the flight. Here we go. All right, Mike. Tell us. Okay. Do you know what a ch- 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 I can't even say it. <laughs> ch- 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 Chautauqua is. A Chautauqua? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yes. Yes. It's also a place. I can't say that word. It is. It is a place. Chautauqua, New York. Well, you're getting ahead of me there, but yes, I was going to say that. So do you want me to shut up now so you can tell everybody? You're fine. I mean, you can hear. I do know what a Chautauqua is. We actually have... We have one person in the community who actually does Chautauqua series in Mount Vernon. That would be Ken Barnett. Oh, yes, Mr. Barnett. I know the man. And in just a few weeks, he will be portraying FDR. Okay. So uh, we need to get that on the air next time that we talk. Um, Chautauqua. I got it right. (laughs) You did. Was named as uh, as it originated at Lake Chautauqua. 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 Oh, boy, this is going to be fun. In New York in the 1870s. Now, Morrow County did, uh, again, this is information from my friend Stan Sipe. He has put this together. Originally connected with the Methodist Church, Chautauqua, (laughs) boy, began as sort of an adult summer camp. The format was at first a Sunday school. Entertainment was soon added to the mix. People came from all over to attend the North uh, New York Chautauqua Assembly. Thirty years later, it was decided to take Chautauqua on the road. (laughs) I'm sorry, I I shouldn't laugh. (laughs) Why couldn't have been named after another town? Chautauqua uh, Company soon popped up. With its uh, itinerant nature, Chautauqua Assemblies quickly became popular in rural America, with their mix of educational, entertainment, and religious offerings. In 1907, nearly 400 were held nationwide. Seven years later, that total had quadrupled. Quadrupled, that's a lot. You don't hear the quadrupled. You don't. The Chautauqua was one of the great educational influences of its day. It contained the true spirit of popular education, coupled with thought-provoking commentary, and inspiring entertainment. It broadened people's intellect. And it came to Morrow County. Of the Chautauqua movement in this country, President Theodore Roosevelt said, I know of nothing in this nation which is so filled with blessings for our citizens. It is the most American thing in America. Around 1905, two men, Keith Vauter and Roy Ellison, decided to capitalize on the Chautauqua concept by taking it on the road, much like a vaudeville circuit. Some, however, thought the two men were merely trying to uh, profit on the concept. One of these detractors was a noted educator and preacher who was a native of Morrow County. Dr. Frank Gonzalez, who was born and raised in Chesterville, attacked uh, Vonder and Ellison, saying, you're cheapening Chautauqua, breaking it down, replacing it with something that will have neither dignity or permanence. 
Gonzalez was wrong. Chautauqua assemblies thrived in Morrow County for over 20 years. The Chautauqua fed the minds. Boy, I'm having a hard. I'm just going to start saying the C. Fed the minds and gladdened the hearts of our ancestors. It inspired, educated, and entertained all in one week and at a reasonable price. Technology killed off the Chautauqua in the 1930s. By then, the people of Morrow County had radios, motion pictures with sound, and automobiles. The Great Depression certainly didn't help things. The Ohio State Fair and the Morrow County Fair always created scheduling conflicts. And then came World War II. After the war came television. The Interstate Chautauqua Alliance brought the first Chautauqua to Morrow County in July of 1908. The nine-day event was held in Mount Gilead on the county fairgrounds. Two programs were offered daily in the afternoon and evening. Only three of the scheduled performers were no-shows during the course of the Chautauqua. One was a presidential nominee of the Independent Party. The programs were held under a large tent on a stage that was 16-foot square. The Chautauqua opened with a musical performance by the Mozart Concert Company. This was followed that evening by a lecturer whose topic was titled Culture and Thought. He was followed by a local talent, Miss Martha Terry of Mount Gilead, who sang several selections. The largest audience by far of this inaugural uh, Chautauqua in Mount Gilead was seated to hear the incredible story of a former aide to the murdered governor of Kentucky, a young man named Caleb Powers. Powers had been wrongly arrested for the assassination of Governor Goebel. Powers Powers had to suffer the injustice of being imprisoned while being tried four separate times for his alleged crime. The current governor of Kentucky had finally pardoned him just 60 days prior to his appearance in Mount Gilead. Powers spoke to a packed house about Kentucky's corrupt politics, and the ordeal of enduring four court trials. Taking the stage after Powers was Walden, the magician, who held the crowd spellbound with his sleight-of-hand feats. The closing act of the county's first Chautauqua was a musical program performed by a young female singer who was billed as the country's greatest natural whistler. (laughs) In between attendees, listen to a temperance advocate. Ironically, Morrow County would vote to go dry two months later. A poet, a humorist, and a uh, electrocutionist of national fame, an evangelist, and musical groups. In addition, a father-son baseball game involving the residents of West High Street was played on the fairgrounds one afternoon. Morrow County's first Chautauqua, closed as an educational and financial success. Now that people understood the nature of such an event and the educational advantages that it provided, many wanted a repeat performance the next year. A circulated petition asks that the Chautauqua make a return to Mount Gilead in 1909. To bring this inaugural uh, Chautauqua to Mount Gilead, the town's merchants and other guarantors had to purchase a set amount of season tickets to provide upfront money. They, in turn, would sell these season tickets, which cost $1.50 each. A season ticket allowed for admission to all programs. Single-day tickets were also available. 
A contest was held among t- ticket sellers. Top prize awarded to the person who sold the most season tickets was a new piano. Second place got a $50 scholarship to a Marion Business College. To those ticket holders who so desired, the fair board offered free camping facilities at the fairgrounds during the Chautauqua. A local restaurateur provided the food and drink concessions. Of course, the town's two hotels were available for those desiring an overnight stay. Several local boarding houses were also available. Many out-of-towners came to Mount Gilead by rail. Early in 1908, a committee consisting of the mayor, a judge, and representatives of the town's mother's clubs made the necessary arrangements and set the program. Mrs. Ida Beebe was named as local manager. She was the only female local manager on the interstate Chautauqua Alliance circuit that summer. All right. I think we're going to stop there, and I'm going to make this a two-parter. All right, so I want to bring up An Evening with the Presidents, The War Years, featuring President and Mrs. Washington, being played by Kenneth Hammontree and Raylene Havati, I think is how you say that. President and Mrs. Lincoln, portrayed by Gary, I'm Jerry and Marilyn Payne. President FDR Roosevelt, played by Ken Barnett. President and Mrs. Kennedy, played by Jim and Amy Stoner. And we've talked about Jim and Amy Stoner. Jim Stoner actually played Woody Hayes at the movie theater a couple uh, months ago for us. And that is going to be March 18th, uh, 2023, at the Ballroom slash Knox County Memorial Building. It They'll have two shows. looks like 12 p.m. and 5.30 p.m. Live music, period, hors d'oeuvres, or horses duvets as I've heard them called, a cash bar, $50 per person or $95 per ticket, or per couple, I'm sorry, discount for tickets purchased prior to March 1st. Well, we're already past that. If you would like to uh, reserve your tickets, call 740-504-9399 or visit Mad Cap Living History. Uh, it's M-A-D-C-A-P-L-I-V-I-N-G History dot com for more ticket information and i also have shared this on our facebook page so mr mike let's go back okay. to the future all right it's time are you ready this are you ready? is the highlight of every warning podcast. warning warning terrible terrible puns ahead warning 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 so the doctor, I said to I said to the doctor, I said I've broken my arm in several places, and the doctor says to me, "Well, don't go, don't to, those go to those places. That's older than me. It is. Yeah. No way. No way. All right, go for it. Your turn. Oh, well, you heard about me adopting a dog. He was owned by a blacksmith. As soon as we got home, he made a bolt for the door. That one wasn't bad. I hate jokes about German sausages. They're the worst. Okay. You keep getting the drum rolls and I keep getting the eye rolls. What is this? What? 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 I Sorry, I lost you for a second there. There we go. Am I back? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. So I get the drum rolls, you get the eye rolls. Yeah. Why I want is some cinnamon rolls. Oh, that wouldn't be bad. <laughs> well, over 100 years ago, two brothers... Announced they could fly. Turns out they were right. 
Yes, the Wright brothers. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of shoes does a thief wear? Sneakers. Sneakers. I just watched a documentary last night about beavers. It was the it was the best damn program I've ever seen. Okay. I apologize for that. Northmore is sending out an alert for schools. All right, uh, let's see here. Hey, Mike, did you hear they've invented a new broom? Have you heard about it? It's sweeping the nation. Let me have that button over there. (laughs) You got another one? Well, I I do want to ask you, how do mountains see? How do mountains see? Yeah. I don't know this one. They peak. I'll give you two there because that one was kind of funny. Hey, did you, uh, how did the hipster burn his tongue? I don't know. How did the hipster burn his tongue? He drank his coffee before it was cool. All right, folks, on that note, because I'm getting the eye rolls now, no cinnamon rolls. Uh, Until next time, this is a little bit short tonight, but uh, until next time, be kind to each other, be nice to each other, give grace, and uh, Mike and I will see you guys next week. I do have one warning out there. No. warning, yeah. No. To the person that took my Microsoft Office CD, I will find you. You have my word. All right. On that note, folks, I am uh, turning his mic off for the day. Folks, we'll see you next time. Take care. Be nice. And uh, don't forget Mara County history.